Welcome back to Lightshed Research, a podcast that puts our research notes in your ears for your listening convenience. March 7th, 2021. Rich Greenfield for Brandon Ross. Roblox Direct Listing Primer, a category-defining platform of the future. Over the past few years, the word metaverse has moved from theoretical discussions among futurists and the setting for science fiction novels such as Ready Player One into the mainstream. We are a long way from the realization of such an always-on, interconnected, 3D digital world. And the word has become perhaps the greatest misnomer in TMT, casually used to describe any large multiplayer game. However, it is instructive of an important paradigm shift. Interactive media is evolving to become much more than objective-based video games. Non-gamers are gathering in sandbox games and other virtual spaces to simply hang out as a place for self-expression and even establishing brand new digital identities. COVID-19 rapidly accelerated this trend as we have all looked to replace these fundamental human needs in the digital world. Indeed, the building blocks of a metaverse are now in view. As new, more experiences are created in virtual space, more consumers will gravitate towards it and more time will be spent there. It is a matter of developing an ecosystem to meaningfully expand the supply of experiences and to connect them together. There are just a few category-defining companies making this happen. One of these companies is Roblox. Over the past 17 years, Roblox has built a two-sided UGC platform, especially appealing to tweens. It has built tools for developers to create experiences, a social destination for players to consume them, and the ability for those players to form identity through avatar creation. With a flywheel of interlocking supply and demand-side virtuous circles at work, the company has seen exponential and very profitable growth. Last quarter, over 37 million people spent 2.6 hours per day on the platform. As Roblox continues to evolve and improve its platform, appeal to older demos, and expands internationally, we believe that post-2021 bookings growth could compound at pre-pandemic levels 30% plus, while the company maintains 30% plus EBITDA margins. Roblox has the potential to be that special combination of a category-defining company, a flywheel-supported platform, a fast grower, and a significant free cash flow generator. In other words, it is a company that deserves a premium valuation. Understanding the Roblox platform. If you have kids between the ages of 8 and 14, or maybe even older, chances are you've heard of Roblox. There's also a decent chance that your credit card statement has charges for Robux or even a Roblox premium membership. Roblox has become a global hangout for many in this demo. The idea of spending time with others in games is nothing new. World of Warcraft players have met their guilds in the game for a decade and a half, completing quests and leveling up their characters. Call of Duty players meet to play games together. In fact, PC and console games especially have become much more social to the benefit of publishers who've also been able to operate these games as an ongoing service as technology came to allow. But not everyone is a gamer, and TAM expansion for this type of highly social 3D medium has been limited, with just a few really popular games such as Minecraft. Roblox is a platform that is changing that and expanding this behavior well beyond what we think of as gaming. In fact, most of Roblox's games aren't really objective-based or competitive. They are places for casually hanging out with others while doing something lighter touch. 
A reasonable in real life comparison would be spending time with friends at a mall as opposed to playing basketball. If you haven't been on the platform, one of the ways to understand it is through its most popular games. Many are very highly social versions of the Invest and Express games like Farmville that became popular in the late 2000s. For instance, Adopt Me is a game where players acquire virtual pets. See the screenshot embedded above right. Completing tasks to earn them and trade them. It also has means for self-expression, as you have your own home in the game, which you can decorate with friends. As we ourselves learn, Roblox, we got addicted to a game called Bee Swarm. The objective of the game is essentially to run around and collect honey to hatch and upgrade bees. Not exactly competitive, but you play with your friends, can chat with them in the game, and meet others in your instance. There are a wide variety of experiences in Roblox, and most players spend time in many. The average monthly active user engages with 20 experiences in a given month. Importantly, players can access the platform anywhere, and the majority of time spent is currently on mobile. There are several common threads that tie together your experience and make Roblox an ecosystem. It starts with the fact that they're all happening in the same app on mobile or client on PC, which is essentially the operating system for everything that happens on Roblox. Next is the social graph that users bring and develop on the platform. The impetuous to switch experiences is often friends calling you into another game. Another is identity. You build an avatar on Roblox that goes with you from experience to experience. Players spend a lot of time thinking about how to dress their avatars as a means of a self-expression. No different than dressing themselves for the real world. There's a robust marketplace of paid and unpaid features and skins to change up your avatar. Speaking of paid, there's an economy in Roblox, a virtual currency called Robux. Many games have their own virtual currency to buy in-game items. But what's unique on Roblox is that the same virtual currency is used across the multitude of games and experiences on the platform. Interlocking flywheels. To understand how Roblox is powered, its exponential growth, and why we believe it will continue to grow rapidly for years to come, you need to think of Roblox as a flywheel of two interlocking virtuous circles, one on the supply developer creator side and one on the demand user side. As each circle spins, they reinforce each other, bringing both more users and developers onto the platform and creating cash flow for the company to make the platform more robust. Content is king, even in the virtual world. On the supply side, Roblox is a UGC platform. We have seen the democratization of content creation across publishing, blogs, then video, YouTube, and Twitch, and finally audio, podcasts. Roblox is making the same thing happen in interactive media. Content creation is clearly much more complicated in the virtual world than in video. Everyone has a phone or audio. Roblox has built and continuously improved Roblox Studio over its life, which gives developers a free set of tools to create games and experiences, manipulate 3D environments, physics, scripting, etc., and then maintain, monetize, and analyze them. They educate new developers, many of whom were previously players, through online courses and even camps. They also allow them to collaborate. As users engage, developers get paid, especially by building monetization systems into their games. Developers keep 70% of the Robux that are spent in their platforms, and creators that make avatar items get to keep 30% of Robux they sell. Roblox also pays some devs for time spent on the platform if they don't have monetization. There are now 300 devs making over 100,000 on the platform and 1,250 making 10,000 or more. This is the key to unlocking both the supply and demand side virtuous circles. 
Remember, with the vast majority of Roblox time spent on mobile, we believe most Roblox purchases are occurring on mobile app stores that take 30% cut off the top. As more and better experiences are created on Roblox, more users come onto the platform and spend more time. They also bring other users on and deepen their social relationships on platform, creating further engagement. They also spend money, and as more money is spent, developers and creators are further incentivized to maintain and build on their experiences, and more developers create more experiences, both feeding back to the demand side. It is also important to mention Roblox has built a significant presence outside of the platform. In 2020, Roblox was the second most watched quote-unquote game on YouTube. It is notable that the most was Minecraft, and fifth was Fortnite, two other games platforms with metaverse qualities. The YouTube engagement stands as another reinforcing virtuous circle for Roblox, with players watching their favorite creators on the platform and learning more about Roblox experiences. Why Roblox has significant growth ahead. Let's take the COVID-19 impact and unique 2021 comparisons out of the equation for a second. We believe Roblox has significant growth ahead. The company has only 37 million DAUs right now. That is relatively tiny compared to its TAM, even if it never expands out of its current core demo. And the average DAU is only spending $4.82 per month. Much of the near-term growth is going to come simply from the aforementioned flywheel continuing to spin and developers getting smarter about monetization, increasing payer conversion and ARPU. The company has focused its commentary on two key growth levers, aging up and international. Aging up should happen naturally. We remember when we first met with Roblox in first half 2019. The user base was overwhelmingly just tweens and domestic. Both have already changed. In terms of aging up, we were told this would change naturally through the evolution of players and users to developers as they got older. These devs would create games that had more appeal to themselves and bring peers onto the platform, keep existing players on as they got older. This seems to have worked. 44% of players are now over 13. And we know a lot of parents who started on Roblox with their kids and now are floating around at odd hours of the night, with more players aged 13 plus today than total players in 2018. In terms of international efforts, when we last saw Roblox, the company had done little to really localize and market its product abroad. They have made the effort over the past few years, and it has already paid off. 70% of DAUs and 32% of bookings are now coming from overseas. Roblox can also do targeted work to age up and grow internationally. However, if Roblox is going to become a much bigger company and become a dominant media and communications platform of the future, it is going to have to enable significantly broader and deeper experiences. We are optimistic about what is possible, especially as we move past casual quote-unquote games and think about other ways to interact in an immersive 3D world. We have seen shades of additional immersive experiences on the platform. Concerts such as the one Little Nas put on in Roblox or Travis Scott in Fortnite are top of mind for everyone. However, we were most struck by the example of visiting ancient Rome the company showed off at its analyst day. See the picture embedded below. With higher fidelity graphics, especially photorealism, server capacity that allows thousands and then millions in the same instance, and the fall of other technological barriers, it is easy to dream the dream. It is going to be up to Roblox, though, to put the tools in its developers' hands to make these experiences. That is what will ultimately make the flywheel spin the fastest and unlock the most growth. Another way to bring the platform more lucrative, engaging, and have broader appeal is by bringing in real life brands and content onto the platform. We believe there's a massive opportunity for brands to engage on the platform. 
They should be motivated by the current Roblox user page, which is hard to reach through legacy media platforms, and the possibility for those brands to build experiences whereby consumers can truly interact with their brand. We have seen experimentation already from brands such as McDonald's and Nike. The challenge is going to be shepherding these companies into working with brand new ad formats that too is up to the company to unlock, perhaps with a creative studio. Roblox can look to Snap, which has had success showing brands the importance of AR with virtual showrooms and try-on and helping them experiment. Bringing linear media onto Roblox is also going to be additive as well. We recently wrote about the role that music can have in Roblox and just mentioned concerts on the platform. However, it will be woven into the fabric of Roblox virtual spaces, making them more engaging. And there are numerous other ways for labels and the platforms to make money, such as musical emotes for avatars. There's also no reason video should not exist on the platform. Why can't NFL highlights play on Roblox or even simulated replays in virtual stadiums? Lastly, we need to mention that over the past few months, we have seen venture deals surrounding Roblox. There appears to be interest from both investors and entrepreneurs in professionalizing Roblox, similar to what we saw a decade ago in YouTube. This has not been limited to building more formal studios to create games and experiences on Roblox. Thinking about competition, barriers to entry, and developer rev share. Let's be clear, Roblox is not going to quote-unquote own the metaverse if that is ever a thing, just like nobody owns social media. We do not even expect it will have close to a monopoly on UGC interactive experiences. Quite simply, this is not winner-take-all market, but rather an evolution of media and communications, where 3D interactive experiences will continuously take share in the war for time and attention. However, we expect Roblox to play a strong role in the evolution, especially given its expanding user base, diversity of experiences, and most importantly, the full stack of tools and economy it has built over many years. And it should be a category-defining company and platform. There will be other winners. If you ask anyone, any conversation about the metaverse starts with Tim Sweeney, Epic Games' founder and CEO. Epic not only owns Fortnite and its massive player base and cash flow, but also one of the most powerful and flexible game engines on which thousands of games and now other 3D immersive games are built. It has supplemented that core with other assets to build out a metaverse-enabling ecosystem, both on and off Fortnite, including the Epic Store, House Party, and other engaging games with broad appeal, including Rocket League, and now the acquisition of Fall Guys. Fortnite itself is in the process of methodically becoming a platform. UGC is likely to be a meaningful part of it. Creative Mode already gives users the ability to create their own virtual space, and we expect Epic to make it a much more meaningful part of Fortnite. We believe that as Epic builds out their ecosystem, it will expedite the normalization of spending time in 3D interactive spaces, as Fortnite brought video games in general deeper into popular culture and its use cases. The one major concern we do have is how Tim Sweeney's vision can be disruptive to Roblox's economics. One of Sweeney's core tenets has been to make game content creation as profitable as possible to studios and developers to encourage the build of more games and experiences. Epic licenses Unreal out for a very low rate. It also charges 12.5% to use its App Store and less for Unreal clients. And we all know the fight with Apple. If Epic wins that battle, it would be largely accretive to Roblox with two-thirds of bookings are on mobile. However, we are very skeptical. We believe it is more likely that Sweeney makes it much more financially attractive to developers to build on Fortnite than other places. This could force Roblox to increase its payouts. 
Roblox already intends to give its devs and creators higher payouts over time, but we'd likely want to manage that as other costs come down and protect its high margins, not be forced into it. Overall, developer exchange fees is one of the biggest risk factors we see in the model. In order to build more robust experiences and incentivize the devs, it may have to increase payouts anyway. Currently, only 17 of 17% of bookings go to developers and creators in total. Worth noting that the Robux developers earn can be used one-to-one -one within the Roblox studio. However, cashing out, turning into real money, the current rate is one Roblox equals 0.035 cents or 35% of the cost of a consumer buying a Robux, which is currently one Roblox equals one cent. Roblox's filing states the rate is determined by Robux and is subject to change in its sole discretion. While Roblox is clearly trying to incentivize currency to stay within its ecosystem, economy, see the improved experiences arrow in the graphic screenshot embedded above, we suspect the export rate will need to rise towards the buy-in rate over time. Early thoughts, valuation, and a snap comparison. Trying to put a fine point on valuation is hard for Roblox. The range of outcomes is significant, necessitating some of the thinking we apply to venture investing. The upside potential is enormous. We are strong believers that 3D interactive experiences will become a significantly bigger part of everyday life. There will be dominant platforms for these experiences, and Roblox has a great chance to be one of the category-defining ones. This is even the case if it does not significantly age up, albeit that aging up is clearly happening. As a source of comparison, Snap has 265 million DAUs with 92 million in North America, while Roblox has 37 million with 11.3 million in North America. Putting the 11.3 million North American DAUs in context, there are 42 million people in the U.S. between ages 10 and 19, and 62 million in the U.S. between 5 and 19, illustrating how vast the opportunity is domestically, let alone globally, as the quality and depth of experience on Roblox expands. Layer on top of business model, which has 40% plus operating margins in 2020, and which management said should convert bookings to free cash flow at 25% in the future. We think management's conservative. It is worth going back to the Snap comparison here to highlight the strength of the Roblox financial model. Snap did $2.5 billion in revenue in 2020, compared to $1.9 million of Roblox bookings. COVID affected each differently, but Snap grew 46% in 2020, and Roblox 171%. Roblox grew 66% in its last pre-pandemic quarter. Meanwhile, Snap lost $770 million of EBITDA in 2020, and Roblox made $815 million. Snap won't exceed that number until 2022. The combination of TAM, chance to be a category-defining media and communications platform, with the business model tells us the upside could be a multi-hundred billion dollar company. Our downside but not disaster scenario, is that Roblox never becomes much more than it is today as a platform, just a sticky aggregation of games and experiences that does not have significantly broader appeal than it does today, but has real barriers to entry and a good business model. In such a scenario, we have something like a 10% top-line grower and a strong free cash flow generator. Such a company is probably worth 20 times EBITDA or $15 billion, half of where Roblox did its last capital raise. We are more inclined to dream the dream on this name, but even in a base case scenario, we believe this company will come out of reopening on a similar full year growth trajectory that it went in and should compound revenue at 30% plus at very high margins. Even in a market where everything is going against Roblox, growth and COVID beneficiaries are having valuations cut significantly that should support over 20 times 2022 bookings. 
20 times our 2022 number would yield a valuation of $56 billion. As a source of comparison, Unity is now trading at 20 times revenue. That company is expected to grow revenue at a similar rate to what we just described, but is expected to be barely free cash flow positive in 2023. Oh, and back to Snapchat. Its enterprise value is currently $86 billion. Debunking the COVID-19 recovery bear thesis. COVID is the elephant in the room for Roblox investors. The company has clearly benefited from stay at home, along with the broader interactive media space, and especially more social games with broad appeal. These experiences not only grew, but took time from other forms of entertainment. More than just gamers look to virtual space to gather, especially reality and even for self-expression. Look no further than the success of sandbox games like Animal Crossing, New Horizons, and simple social games like Among Us. The bear thesis is that engagement will take a significant step back for Roblox, and even that it became a fad. Sure, common sense indicates that time spent per user is likely to temporarily decline as we have come out of COVID and kids go back to school full-time, even if engagement is vastly on mobile devices. However, when we talk about COVID beneficiaries, there are two camps of names, those that benefited only because of the pandemic, and those for whom the pandemic pulled forward demand in a trend already in place. We believe interactive media generally, and Roblox especially, represents the latter. It ultimately brought more people into a medium that will believe will continue to become more dominant with time. Most are unlikely to turn back, in our view. Plus, Roblox users drives the supply side. We mentioned the venture deal surrounding Roblox. We had not heard of that type of entrepreneurial interest prior to the pandemic. Entrepreneurs clearly took notice. Finally, DAUs have continued to grow sequentially after the step function growth in Q2, even as lockdowns eased. This has continued in Q1 2021 based on company guidance. We believe the number of users will continue to grow through reopening, with Roblox daily users globally still a fraction of Snapchat, Twitter, Pinterest, TikTok, etc. While the global reopening post-COVID is likely to pressure time spent per user per day, kids go back to school. We believe global user growth and increasingly compelling experiences will lead to strong growth in total time spent. It's also worth noting the network effects that lead to a greater engagement as more and more people you know are on the platform, driving users to hang out and participate in Roblox experiences. Our pre-listing Roblox model is available on request. Risk factors. The key risk factors for Roblox are as follows. Lift from COVID is temporary and Roblox users become much less engaged following reopening. Even if Roblox provides better tools, UGC developers are unable to create experiences with broader appeal. Developers require significantly larger booking share, especially as a result of competition with Epic and Fortnite. UGC experiences lose appeals. Professional studios create better experiences and metaverse is more interoperable, distributed.